Welcome to the Be Fit, Strong, Healthy, and Confident at 40 Plus Podcast for Women. I'm your host, Julie Prince, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to stay motivated, inspired, be fit, strong, healthy, and confident as you kick ass this season in your life. And I am so excited to bring you the newest mindset, fitness, food, and health strategies to help you achieve this. Join me on this journey of transformation. And as my way of saying thanks for tuning in today, I want to do something really special for you and gift you our awesome Goal Crushers Guide. The only perfect for not only getting you set up for an amazing year and helping you set goals, but also giving you real tools to follow along in real life with our next few episodes. So grab your Goal Crushers Guides right now by simply popping your email address in below. Go to the link in the show notes and pop your email address in. We'll get that to you immediately. It's free and it's our way of saying thanks. So go grab that guide now. Again, just go to the link in the show notes, pop in your email address, and we will get that over to you via email immediately. Welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about how to establish a rock solid mindset so you can have an incredible year. We're going to be going over three powerful strategies today and I want to talk about success and having a rock solid mindset and what that might look like for you as we move into this year strong. And the reason I'm actually doing this in February and not January is we all start January out strong. Um, In fact, the statistics in the United States show that approximately 39% of people will set a New Year's resolution. This is going to blow your mind a little bit. And a whopping 55% of those are to exercise more, of course, and eat healthy. Here's where it's going to blow your mind a little bit, though. According to statistics, 33% of these people that have set New Year's resolutions will give up in the first week. In fact, according to Strava, a running and cycling app, um, by January 19th, most people have thrown in the towel. That's actually called Quitter's Day. They actually have a day called Quitter's Day because that's the day that most people will throw in the towel for their New Year's resolutions. And, um, you know, the motivation's worn off and we're sliding back into our old patterns, mindsets, but not you, not this year. Um, today, we're going to be talking about something different. And it's more than just setting goals. It might actually be liberating for you because I'm assuming if you're listening to this, it probably means you're a pretty goal-orientated woman. You've been there, done that. You've set New Year's resolutions. You've set goals. For today's session, it's going to be kind of interactive. So I want you to, of course, not if you're driving. If you're listening to this while you're driving, feel free to bookmark this and come back to it later. But if you're in a place where you can grab a sheet of paper, because today we're going to be taking a look at what your best year will look like. So um, again, if you're driving, just bookmark this episode and you can come back to it later. But what I want you to envision is what would your best year look like for you? Now, before we dive into these three tips and mapping out your best year, if you don't already know me, my name is Julie Prince. I'm with Inspire Health and Fitness for Women, and I help the busy, ambitious woman, 40 plus, burn fat, boost energy, and rock your confidence this season in our lives. So again, let's put aside the idea for goals for just a second. 
And we're going to look at what success would look like for you this year. So I want you to fast forward to the evening of December 31st. And I want you to close your eyes. Again, not if you're driving, but close your eyes. And I want you to look back over this year. What on December 31st, moving into the next year, would have made you feel happy, proud, fulfilled, and look at the year and say, look at what I did this year. And let's focus on all areas of your life, not just your health and fitness, your relationships, your careers, your hobbies, your educations, you name it. Now, I want you to think, what habits and mindsets do you need to put into place to make that success a reality? So let's grab that piece of paper and start writing. Or if you're driving, what you can do to follow along is just think about this, right? And we're going to take a few minutes here and we're going to play some music. And I want you to write on this and really think on this. Now, are you writing? What does your health and fitness look like? What does your energy look like? How do you feel? What are your relationships like? Are you feeling proud, accomplished, confident, loving the way your body looks and feels, having a great mindset? All right, you got it? Cool. All right, let's dive in to the first powerful strategy I'm sharing with you now because this happens a lot around this time of year. It's mindset plays a huge role in your overall health and wellness. It can set you up for success or it can make it harder or impossible for you to reach your goals. Have you ever said to yourself, I'll start on Monday when it comes to what you eat, your workouts or healthy habits, or maybe even I'll wait until after the holidays are over or after vacation, birthday, etc." We've all done this. And this is called either or thinking. You're either all in or you're all out. So one of our clients, and let's just call her Jennifer, name changed, um, um, was a prime example of what the either all in or all out thinking can do to completely derail us and make it impossible to hit your goals. So she has a very, or had, we've put some things into place so that it's not as stressful. She's still at the same job, but she had a very stressful job when she started with the academy. She was working 70 plus hours a week and was to the point of burnout. She was not taking care of herself at all. She was all out on nutrition and working out because of her workload, which got her to the over 200 pound mark. Now this woman is a go-getter in her career, but none of this was translating over into her personal life, into her health and personal life. Her nutrition was horrible. She was drinking diet sodas like all day long as a form of stress relief. She was eating out every night because she didn't quite frankly have time to cook. And because of the stress that she was feeling in her job, she was using food as comfort and stress relief. Now this is super, super common, but at 44, she knew something would have to change that she couldn't go on like this. And she wanted to be way less stressed out and be happier and not to the point of burnout, of course, to be healthier too. So what we did was we started her with baby steps, a set up 
you know, realistic expectations and got her working less than 50 hours per week, which was the first thing we did. Um, so what we did was we wrote out a list of what she could delegate out, right? And she went and then talked to her boss immediately because clearly what she had been doing was not working. And she got what she was not um, imperative to her performance in her career. She got it delegated out. So, and then we started with a workout plan that she could fit in to her busy schedule and a nutrition plan that fit in with her busy schedule. And we basically, we got her stress levels down. That's what she really needed. Sometimes what we think the problem is, is not the problem. Her problem wasn't that she was lazy, wasn't that she didn't have willpower, was that her stress levels and her workload were entirely too high to really be able to put that time into herself and, and like she needed to. Now, what I would not have done with Jennifer, and I would not suggest you do for yourself, is say, okay, Jennifer, no sugar for the next 10 days. Like, and I want you cooking every single meal at night, at home, every single night. And if you're going to go to the, and I want you in the gym six days per week for an hour. Are you kidding me? She would have lasted one week. In her words, she's actually doing way better in this program than with any in the past. And by the way, she said she would have already given up. And it's because we got her out, we shifted her from the all or nothing mentality and we took small incremental steps forwards towards her best self and put aside the idea of perfection. Do you hear that? Put aside the idea of perfection. Or maybe you call it being good or being bad. Some people call it being good or being bad. Now on a positive note, when you're all in, you might feel like you're making a ton of progress being all in. And um, here's the thing though, being all in 24, seven, seven days a week is almost impossible to maintain. Plus it puts a lot of pressure to live up to. Now, Jennifer could have never done this with the workload she had. And even without the workload, it's not possible for us to be all in 24, seven, seven days a week. And so when something happens, you know, when we're, we're in that being perfect, something happens and we get derailed, we get overtired, we get stressed, we get too busy, we eat the foods, we'd sworn off, we miss a workout. What happens is it can throw you completely off track and you end up in the or part of either or, <laughs> which means that you're all out. Just like that, you're all out. And this is exactly what our client Jennifer had been doing in the past. So super happy to announce she's doing awesome and down under the 200 pound mark and well on her way to hitting what success looks like for her this year. So as we've seen, there is a much, much better way, which is all about finding that sweet spot, your middle ground, which is exactly what Jennifer did. And that's when you do your best to cover your healthy bases in a way that works for your lifestyle while also giving yourself some leeway to enjoy your favorites. Here's some examples of what I'm talking about with the sweet spots. So just kind of give you some examples of how to incorporate this into your life. So what if you switched out your workouts so they fit your hectic schedule versus 
switching your whole schedule completely around to accommodate your workouts. Now, what this could mean for you is squeezing in a few high-intensity workouts a week and then going for a jog with your family. So you see, you're not switching your whole schedule around to accommodate for workouts. You are fitting them into your pockets of time in a way that works for you right now. And what if you gave yourself permission to enjoy your favorite treats while savoring each and every bite? And you learned to do this in moderation. And you gave your, you gave your body the macros it needs so you can do this with zero temptation of going overboard. But so many times we're not fueling our bodies properly and that's where the cravings can come in. So we want to give ourselves that leeway to enjoy our favorite foods in moderation. And what if you made sleep a priority? Now, being well-rested is going to help you get the most out of each day. It helps with your mood, your appetite, your immune system. It's huge. Basically, this approach that we're talking about involves focusing on things that add value to your life and bring your stress levels way down without leaving you feeling deprived. Are you willing to give this a try? It's huge. I would love to hear how this simple shift of getting out of the all or nothing makes tremendous impact on your life. All right, now strategy number two. This is a short and sweet mindset strategy, but it is super powerful. And it's easy to do, but most people are not doing this. And you've probably heard it before, um, but I want you to be honest with yourself if this is you. And are you committing to the process? Are you truly committing to the process? And realizing, depending on where you're at, this is going to take effort over an extended period of time. Truly committing to the process and learning to enjoy it. Finding ways to embrace the things that maybe you don't like. Maybe it's it's getting a new workout outfit. Maybe it's finding a workout program you love. Finding foods that you know will work for you and your busy lifestyle and schedule that taste great. So you can fully commit to the process, being careful not to overcommit. That is key. Meaning you don't set yourself up for failure by saying, I'm going to work out an hour, six days a week. This happens to so many people. And this is the reason why so many people, back to that statistic in the beginning, that uh, 55% or was it 33% give up in the first week, I think it was. This is why they're overcommitting. They're saying, I'm going to work out six days a week for an hour in the gym. Which means in order to do this, you have to get up 45 minutes earlier and then you're not getting enough sleep. You get the idea. Again, this is kind of going back to the all or nothing thinking, like I'm never going to eat chocolate or have a glass of wine. You cannot commit to this long term for most people. So when you find something uh, you'd like to commit to, ask yourself. I want you to ask yourself when you found what you feel like you can commit to, and this is what we're going to be diving into over these next few sessions. They're all going to kind of come together. When you find out, I want you to ask yourself, can I truly commit to this over the long haul? Because that is where the magic happens. Okay. Strategy number three, and this is a big one, and it is sleep. 
There are so many temptations, so many activities competing for our time that, of course, our sleep routine can get a little off from time to time. Because sleep affects everything else in our lives, one of the biggest ways, I want you to hear me here, one of the biggest ways you can sabotage your health and fitness, and quite frankly, a lot of things in your life that we'll go over to here in just a minute, is to not get enough sleep. That's because being overtired or sleep deprived will set off a chain of reactions in your body that affects almost everything from your mood to your appetite, your metabolism, even your immune and your memory. This is why as often as possible, it is so important to go to bed early enough so that you can get seven to eight hours of sleep each and every night. And why it's important to set yourself up for sleep success with healthy habits, making it easier to fall asleep and stay asleep. So I'm a big, huge believer on knowing the why behind why we're doing the things that we do. So I put together a list of nine things that happen to your body when you do not get enough sleep. Listen to this list. It's pretty crazy. You might feel angry, depressed, anxious. Your willpower goes down the drain. It is harder to focus and learn. You could be more accident prone. Your hunger hormones get out of balance. You're going to feel hungrier than normal and have a harder time feeling full. So your leptin and your gremlin. So your sex drive can go down. It can affect your immune system. So it's harder for your body to fight off illnesses. It can affect your skin's health. And last but certainly not least, it's bad for your heart. Chronic sleep deprivation is linked with serious diseases like cancer and diabetes. Now, that is a pretty wild list. And that's not even including what it can do for your workout recovery, um, you know, your body's ability to recover after a workout, which is also affected by lack of sleep. Now, obviously, life happens and sometimes we are not going to get as much sleep as we need. But being mindful and making time for it and setting yourself up for success with a great night's sleep with regular healthy habits can go a long way towards getting those seven to eight hours of deep restorative sleep. Plus, this is a biggie. This is a biggie. If you've ever had a bad night's sleep, it can be super helpful to know how it impacts your body. So if your appetite's out of control, you're feeling fo foggy or clumsy, you know why it's happening, which helps you deal with it better. I hope that these powerful strategies help you to get going on and keep going because we're mid, you know, or mid February, really, <laughs> to an amazing year. And when you apply these strategies and, and again, apply and commit to the process, you're going to be well ahead of the game to having your best year and making this the year that you hit all of the things that you wrote down or were thinking about in the beginning so you can look back and feel so happy, proud, and fulfilled. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Much love. You can find me on Facebook at Julie K. Prince Coach and on Instagram at Julie K. Prince. Please connect with me there. Now, if this episode served you, I'd love for you to click that subscribe button so you can be notified each and every time a new episode drops. And please share the love. If you found value in this, then share this with another woman 40 plus. 
Till next time, enjoy the journey.